I'm Jeff MacArthur. Let's uh, get you more on this uh, call from the Premier for enhanced powers for big city mayors in both Toronto and Ottawa. And let's hear from somebody who has actually sat in the big chair. Here is a former Toronto mayor, John Sewell, who joins us. Uh, John, good afternoon. Appreciate you coming on. Hi, Jeff. Yeah, good to be here. Okay, uh, lend us your perspective, if you could, uh, for a moment here, John. As somebody who has held the office, do you believe there is a merit in increasing the power of a mayor? In fact, I do not. No. Uh, You know, when you're mayor, you have a significant amount of power already because you've been elected by all of the people in the city. Uh, People see you as a leader of some sort. And, you know, it's relatively easy to to round up the ducks to, to get things done. So the mayor doesn't need any more power. Um, that that's my impression anyway. That's yeah. my experience as well. And I think that, you know, if you talk to the David Crombies of the world and the David Millers, they would agree with that kind of an approach, that the mayor has enough power already. All right. What are the concerns or maybe even dangers, do you believe, in giving a, a mayor more power, a veto power over city council? Well, I think what we have to do is look at an example uh, at the United States. Many mayors there have the kinds of powers that Premier Ford is talking about, where where the mayor basically says, you know, unless there's two-thirds of the councils opposing me, I can do what I want in terms of all sorts of kinds of decisions, hiring staff and so forth. And, I mean, if you look at those cities, they are not governed as well as Toronto is. And, in fact, there seems to be an awful lot of corruption in them. So I, that doesn't seem to me the route you want to go. Um, I, I, you know, there's no question that council needs to be restructured. I don't doubt that for a moment. But, you know, we used to have that ability as a, 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 a city until Premier Ford got elected. And he actually said, nope, you can't do it anymore. I'm interfering, number of councillors and so forth. But I think we got to get back to that, where it's the city that makes the decisions about re- restructuring after talking to all of the constituents, you know, all the people who, who live in the city. Well, you, you mentioned that in talking to constituents, but also talking to city councillors and that debate uh, back and forth. Uh, again, lend us uh, your experience, if you could, John. Does that result, I would think anyways, in better policy that... Uh, there's a meeting of the minds, if you will. You come together, you hear each other's side, and at the end of the day, you come up with better policy rather than somebody uh, who uh, can, can veto the entire council here and say this is the way we're doing it and it's moving forward this way. I, I think you're right. I think you're right. That kind of discussion is very helpful. The thing is, it looks messy. You know, uh, you know, the, the, the provincial cabinet meets in private. You never get to hear what it's doing or what the debates are. But city council, you get to see everything in public because that's the rule. And uh, although it looks messy, I think it ends up with the best results. I mean, you know, I mean, this is Winston Churchill that, you know, democracy is is uh, the worst system of government except for all the rest. <laughs> yeah, re- reminds me of that old joke. You don't want to go into a restaurant's kitchen and see how the sausage is made, right? Exactly, exactly. And I, I think that's the problem. And I mean, I, you know, I'm, I don't think anybody wants to run for city council if they aren't going to have much of a say. And that's what's going to happen in this situation, I think, because I think the mayor we'll be able to line up a third of the council all the time by giving them the, the chairmanship of various committees, giving them travel trips and all that stuff. So he'll have the, them loyal to him or her. Um, and that means the other two thirds of the councillors are going to be out of luck and it's not going to be much fun.
So do you believe this is, and I only got about a minute left here, unfortunately, but do you believe that there's going to be, if this goes through, some real repercussions, John, when it comes to uh, democracy and people having uh, their viewpoints represented at City Hall? Yes, I do. I think that local citizens will have much less say in what goes on, and that's a problem. I'm a big believer in local democracy. I think it works really, really well. Um, What I hope is City Council says, hey, let's put this as a question on the ballot for October 24th to see how citizens feel about it. Mm. Because as we know, Toronto City Council has already shrunk in size. And now if you get the mayor uh, more power, I guess you can make a fairly convincing argument, uh, I would think, that uh, despite the fact municipal government, local government is the level of government that affects you directly the most, that people will feel, you know, less and less represented. Exactly. I No, I think that that's uh, the problem. And that's not good. That, uh, that's moving in the wrong direction. I mean, it's interesting that he came up with this idea. He didn't mention it in the election. Um, it's not as though people are demanding this. There's no study that says this is a good idea. Boom, it's just here it is. <laughs> mm-hmm. And uh, I think that's a problem. All right, John, really appreciate your time with us this afternoon. Uh, good Thanks, to speak John. as always. Thank you. Bye-bye. There goes former Toronto Mayor John Sewell with his uh, thoughts on uh, Premier Ford's call for enhanced powers for big city mayors in both uh, Toronto and Ottawa. We'll get a break and we're back here on this Thursday. You're listening to The Jeff MacArthur Show. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance (laughs) recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.